Welcome all Hi. to our palace of riffs and beatdowns. I'm Bailey. That is and I'm Brody. Brody. <laughs> I um I'm a little bit slow on the uptake today. I'm still recovering from fucking Saturday, eh? Dude, what a fucking night, honestly. Yeah, for those that uh, don't know, don't follow the socials, we went to Diamond Construct down in Brizzy, little little hour ride south, the Tivoli. Yes, it, it was quite nice. I mean, I um, speaking to a lot of people at the show, it's pretty, pretty sad because a lot of the people that went were there for Diamond Construct and not mm-hmm. the actual headliners, that, which was yep. Dead Whites, which, I mean, it makes sense. Because at the end end of the day, end of the fucking day, like deadlines haven't really done anything since 2017. Um, They did play a new track. Did they? Um, Yeah, they did. And um, tomorrow they announced the new album. Ah, well, there you go. You called Um, it. Yep, I fucking did. Because I'm just built different. Yes, I Um, left early. I left straight after Diamond Construct because I had work the next day and I still got home at midnight. That was lovely. Fucking yuck. Mm, so I was up at Do six. Like the, the, show, the show finished at midnight anyway. Yeah. I figured it would, so I would have been home at like bit after one then, which yuck, would have not been that. ideal. No, nah, that would have been shit. That would have sucked nah. so Even much. Even when I left, there were already people starting to leave as well. See, and that also leans more into the, like, the, the fact that people were there for Diamond Construct. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's also a little bit of Juicy Goss. Speaking to a couple of band members on, on that night, because um, we've always had issues with Diamond Construct live. Like, Kynan's vocal mixing doesn't sound so great. Braden's guitar kind of washes him out. Yeah. The whole show. It's that when um, he goes from the screaming into the rapping talking parts that he's you can't hear him. But um don't know if you noticed that was kind of throughout the whole show too for all the other bands. I didn't really and, listen. And I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they were all so fucking bad. Except for um Dead Nerve. Was that the second band that played? Dude, they um, fucked. I think it was Dead Nerve. No, I think Dead Nerve opened. Headwreck. Headwreck, yeah. Headwreck, fuck, dude. They were so good. Yeah, Dead Nerve was shit. Fuck. Um, mm. Yeah, it turns out that Dead Lights were the only one that got a sound check. The proper one anyway. Just not the come out, make sure everything's receiving signals and that. Yeah, like they, they were the only ones that got a legitimate sound check, um, which then, you know, makes sense as to why... You know, DC yeah. have always sounded so bad um, because they don't get a sound check. No. <laughs> um, and also Which is hard when you're an opener, especially like at the time we saw oh. them before at Chelsea Green and Born of Osiris, they were like main opener. Yeah. And um, I mean, I suppose it's just one of those things that you've got to deal with. But end of the fucking day, um, it'd still be nice if, you know, the second band on the bill from the top mm. got a sound check. Yeah, the, the band that was the reason they got a venue upgrade in the first place. 
Yeah, like fucking Christ. They ended up selling out that show. Yeah, good on them. Um, they ended up hearing some rumblings about um, how the show came about. Mm-hmm. And um, because Deadlights and DC are both signed to Grayscale. Yep. Um, when the tour manager came to um, DC with the offer, um, apparently they had turned it down originally. <laughs> because they didn't want um, to open for Deadlights? Well, yeah, they yeah. want a headline. And yeah. um, that's when the tour managers turned around and said, hey, um, I, I appreciate that that's what you want to do. Like, I get it. I really do. But you have to understand this is Brisbane. This is Deadlight's hometown. You've got to let them have this one. So they obliged and they did the one show in Brisbane, came all the way from fucking New South Wales. Um, didn't have, I'm pretty sure they didn't actually have their drummer and they didn't have the fifth member. No, yeah, they were only a four piece on the night. Yeah, and it, and it still wasn't the actual drummer from DC. No, and they didn't have the DJ either, so I guess you could say they were missing two members. Yeah, technically they were missing two members. And I because I remember when I went up to get the, the CD signed, like Kynan was like, hey, um, very sorry, there's only three signatures. You know, we couldn't, um, we couldn't uh, get the drummer here. And I was like, oh, well, and then why couldn't you have the fifth member here? And he goes, bro, like Sydney is so fucked in so many different areas individually. Like yeah. Northern Beaches, he couldn't get out of there, man. It was going to be too much hassle for him to leave the Northern Beaches to come up for one yeah. night just to then fucking, you know, like come hey, back look, home. And go back into- on that. Yeah, like f- he's like, fuck that, bro. It's like a whole lot more effort than what it was worth. But um, hope they're hoping by May... Um, it's sorted. That when they do their headline tour, they'll have that. You know, they'll have the fifth member. They'll have the drummer. They'll have. They they finally have their headline tour, and um, you know, they'll they'll finally be able to put on the show that you know we all mm. know they can put on. Um, but like in in terms of other bands too, like just to continue talking about the show because I'm still like on a high from. <laughs> Um, our first DC. show in well for me it was 358 days since my last show before that one yeah mine was 363 days mm. like exactly two days before void of vision a year ago <laughs> yeah the 20th was De- dead lights in dc and the 22nd of feb was void of vision in dc <laughs> so is a pretty pretty good return to form, I think. Honestly, like it's a yeah, like not playing. You in can't so long. really. Oh, dude, and I don't know if you noticed, but they didn't play a single soft song. No. Which is fucking great because they just <laughs> came out raging. Yeah. It's good. Brush the dust um, off. Oh, mate, the fucking dust, or right. bro, my legs were so fucking sore, and I only moshed <sighs> for one set. <laughs> I've still got fucking massive bruises up my arms from fucking swacking cunts. Um, but we, um, Ken's and I ended up speaking to, uh, well, Ken's ended up speaking to a guy, the, the guitarist from She Cries Wolf. Um, Jaden Barr is this fuckwit's name. 
And he pretty much spent the whole time talking to Mackenzie, complaining about Diamond Construct and how they sounded like shit, didn't live up to the hype of the albums and don't deserve to be any higher than third on the bill. Essentially saying they should have been higher, which is ridiculous. Like Considering I had never heard of them before. Oh, I've, I've never heard of them before. I mean, I've seen the name, but I've never listened to them before. Up no, until I, maybe like I a couple days of them. Like before the show. And I was like, oh, let's check them out. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what we're in for. That's when I checked out Dead Nerve, the shit. Um, that's when I checked out She Cries Wolf and I'm like, okay, this is fucking gross. And, you know, when you've been a band for seven years, right, and you're still independently releasing music, like, I, I can assume... Not on purpose tough. either, though. Not like periphery leaving to go solo on purpose. Like, I just don't think, like, you have the ability to talk shit about other bands that have legitimately made it. Like, it's mm-hmm. just butthurt. Butthurt to the max. Oh, like, it was. It was just jealousy. Like, you can't feed shit to a band who's been around less than you, like a lot less than you, and has just exceeded everything. You know, like, fuck. What, is, what have She Cries Wolf done? Yeah, and back to the sound point as well, like, it's a bit rich as well, considering their guitars were so muddy that I couldn't make out anything. Like the the, just, the sound quality was not there. Yeah, and that's that's how we actually found out that they are Deadlights were the only one that got a sound yeah. check. Yeah, um, so like, how does that work then? How can you be tra- talking trash about another band for not sounding great when you deny them? Well, what? see, the thing is, he's he's saying that um, when it comes to the albums, like they're okay, they are okay. They're not like great. They're not good. That they're, they're okay, and they can't bring that album energy to the fucking the live show. I'm like, what do you, what do you fucking mean? Of course mm. they can. Did we watch the same? Yeah, I was about to say, shows? did we? Did he watch the same show? Like what the fuck? Do you, what are you talking about, dude? And um, yeah, he says Kynan sounds like shit, and Braden's a fucking dweeb, and all oh. this sort of shit. We're like, okay, cunt. Yeah, so well, that's the end of that jealousy. Com- that's the end of that conversation. Thanks for talking to us. You're a fuckwit, and um, I hope you die of fucking bowel cancer. Um, so. Yeah, if you know a Jaden Bar that plays guitar for one of the shittiest fucking local bands besides Violence Soho. And, um, just to point out as well that he's rocking that um 2008 Ollie Sykes haircut as well. <laughs> almost, <laughs> like if, almost. If that isn't bad enough, with even with like it, did, it had the blonde streaks through it too, did it? No, he uh, had he had straight brown hair. Might have been the light then. Yeah, and he had <laughs> he was standing around with his fucking big meathead fucking friend, like, and he, he, they're both chatting shit. Don't even know who this fucking bald cunt is, but he even he's like talking shit about how bad DC sounded and stuff. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Did you even play? <laughs> so, if you know a Jaden Bar in the Brisbane area, can you punch him in the fucking nose? 
or um, just pile drive him into the fucking ground because he's a fucking little piece of shit and he needs to get his fucking head checked before he gets his fucking head wrecked. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's a bit of oh. dead nerve you got there saying that. Oh, shit. Baby, be careful, man, because she's going to cry. Woo! <laughs> Oh, no, but it was good to be back. Like the vibes in the room were all pretty good throughout the night from what I saw. You know, everyone turned up for even like the opening bands, even before Diamond Construct, the crowd was right up in there. Yeah, dude, I think um, I think the biggest the line was was at the start of the night. And I'm pretty sure people just kind of like walked in intermittently after that. Mm. Like it was pretty, I would say it was like one of the most, chill concerts i've ever been to and i went to my sugar mm. <laughs> like, you know i think everyone was um, just there to like be at a show again yeah i think that's what it was too but what really sucked to see was that i mean it wasn't like dead lights were bad because they they were good but they had nothing going in the crowd like mm. They didn't get anyone moving. I think the most anybody did was like jump up and down. Not like DC who got circle no, pits. Yeah. We got we had a wall of death. Yeah, without even calling <laughs> like, it. Like, like what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, surely, surely, if you're deadlights, you're you're trying to go. Okay, headline show, first show back. Let's make a statement. I don't mm-hmm. think they made a statement at all. I think they kind of just played a show. Didn't even announce that it was a new song that they played in the middle of the set. Oh. And then didn't and then didn't even um, announce that they had a new album in the works. I think they kind of just expected there was a QR code um, that you could scan. Like there was one to check in, and then there was another one, like a really trippy print on it. Um, Is that the one like that... sitting behind us and everyone was scanning it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That was that was a QR code that you had to scan for a countdown. I think it ends. What's, what's today? Today's Tuesday? Yeah, I think yeah. it ends today, that countdown. So I think it should actually, I think, I think it should be up now. Wow. Oh. To be honest. Because the I think the countdown timer was supposed to end about now so i'll quickly check up on that but definitely uh definitely a good show to come back to mate for 20 fucking bucks like why the fuck yeah. not yeah that was that was my reasoning and half your life they upgraded the venue yeah. too dude if they didn't upgrade that venue but what really sucked was that um they didn't have um, posts enabled for the public on the page, oh, so people yeah. were trying to sell. People tickets were trying to sell tickets couldn't. on mm-hmm. posts that bands were putting up. Oh. Like fuck, I'm DC put up a post saying, "Hey, you know, we're so excited to come and play. Hope to see you all there." And there's about fifty fucking comments going, "Hey, I'm trying to sell a ticket. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm selling a ticket. Hey, can anyone buy a ticket? Who wants to buy a ticket? Like fucking what?" <laughs> Yeah, because when I went to look, like, yeah, no one had posted. So I was like, oh, righto, and then just kind of left it. And then they ended up announcing the um, venue upgrade anyway. You know what? 
Tivoli's a great venue to play music in, but I'm personally like not wanting to go back there. Yeah, I'm iffy with it. I think that's my third or fourth show there. I don't know. It's weird. I think I would rather um Trifford. See the, the yeah, Trifford would be so fucking good. But um I don't know. I think the intimacy of the bright side is what would have made that concert. Oh, yeah. it wouldn't have been in indoors anyway. It would have been out. But still, like the intimacy of that fucking area is just so good. It's like being in a fucking cage. You know mm. what I mean? You know, like I like bright small, side. Well, the bright side. What was the inside? Shoebox. Oh, bro. I, I missed the inside of the bright side already. But by the sounds of it, they've pretty much just torn out all of Crowbar and maybe they're using inside as something else. I don't, I suppose mm-hmm. we'll figure it out in May. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Actually, we'll figure it out in April because Gravemind's playing. Oh, is that where they are too? Yeah, they're at the bright side. I was not like they can go to Crowbar and I don't no. know why they would play at the zoo. The zoo is such a terribly set up venue. Yeah, just the way the stairs come out of the middle of the floor. Oh, fuck off, hey. But at least they That's got those so windows awkward. with the breeze. Oh, but the fucking ceiling fan. <laughs> fucking Christ, what decade are we fucking stuck in? The 1930s, cunt? The fuck? <laughs> if the stairs ceiling weren't there, fans. it wouldn't be that bad, I don't think. Uh, probably not. Um... But at the same fucking time, like ceiling fans, (laughs) that just pushes around hot air. Like you can open up Mm. your big butthole windows as much as you fucking want. At the end of the fucking day, if there's 200 cunts in there, it's going to be so fucking hot anyway. Those fucking windows being open aren't going to do shit. Yeah, I get you. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's many venues to fucking go to anymore. Anyway, really, like you've got to be a huge band to fill out Fortitude Music Hall, which I still haven't been to. Yeah, no. Um, and for places like, I mean, I think the only reason why they went for Tivoli was because they felt like they. I think they cut capacity for Tivoli because I'm fucking certain it can hold more than six hundred and fifty people. You know, like, fuck. But. Yeah, no, I don't think they could have got way more in there. I reckon they could have. Like, I don't, I, I, if there were 650 people in that venue, the, the upstairs was still, like, mostly empty. And outside of the floor, you know, there were people surrounding the sides, but there still was a lot of open space. Like, I feel like they cut capacity because, fuck, there was more people at Meshuggah than what there was at Deadlights. Well, they probably had to with um, restrictions because it definitely wasn't as full as when I saw Polaris there. Yeah. No, that's... Or even Trophy That's probably the thing, too. Like, fucking so good that we have concerts and shit back, but fuck, man, it's going to be a long time before normality comes back, eh? gonna be so fucking hard 
actions with small steps. But you know what? Good, good to come back into the fucking Tivoli. Fucking deadlights, pretty good. Diamond construct, sick. Fucking headwreck, sick. Other bands could fuck off. And fucking um, we we saw Sean from Die Art. Yeah. The fucking gig, like. <laughs> Mackenzie fucking went up, went up to him with his with a DC shirt. And was like, "Can you sign this?" And he's <laughs> like, "Fucking oath, <okay>. cut." <laughs> There's nothing I cool love guys. more than signing someone else's shirt. That's fucking <laughs> sick, dude. You should have seen Deadlights when she went up and was like, "Oh, can you sign the shirt?" And he goes, "Ah, oh, the Diamond Construct shirt. That's awesome." <laughs> Die Art Boys are always great, but you always see them packing around <laughs> Brizzy. Yeah, bro. Fuck. But okay, I, um, I saw Acacia, I think. I saw all of them. All the ones that live in Brizzy anyway, so obviously not CJ, but the, the rest of the band was there for Acacia's training crib, like on. Yeah, as if you wouldn't be there for that, but like, fuck. <laughs> Acacia, Strain, and Die Art, name a more iconic duo. Will Shit. Putney in every deathcore band. Ha <laughs> Um. But yes, very, very keen for more concerts in the future. I think there's Jet practically like one every month from here on out. Yeah, until about rate. June, I think. Well, June's all right anyway, because we've got um Full Tilt. Yeah. Which is going to be nuts, mate. That's going to be so much fucking fun. Yeah. Do you want to go through the full, the full um, announcement of all the bands? <laughs> Sorry, what? Do you want to go through the full um, festival announcement of all the bands? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Me fucking. We just bring it up. It's one ticket. Like, fuck, I really don't want to see fucking North Lane, but Jesus, if there's going to be any time to see him, it's going to be when they're headlining a festival where there's no one else to see. <laughs> um, North Lane, Hands Like, Hands like Houses, In Hearts Wake, Die Art is Murder, Luca Brassi, Slowly Slowly, Make Them Suffer, Frenzel Rom, and more. For all of the big name acts that are on that bill, I would say that's a pretty solid Australian lineup right there. You, know, you start yeah, your afternoon. I mean, depending true. on how early you want to be there, start your afternoon at fucking Frenzel Rom. You know, great fucking band to go and see, I would say. Make them suffer, pick up the pace a little bit, slowly, slowly, sad boy, post-hardcore, fucking love it. Uh, Luca Brassi, uh, Tasmanian fucking um, Smith Street band, except not so um, whiny or talky. They'd be fucking good to see. Die Art is Murder. I don't think they've ever been bad to see, but I would probably argue that they have been bad at what, some stage. Um, In Heart's Wake, 
don't know how you feel, but I'm I'm still pretty keen to see them. Yeah. I feel like they they'll play, play a, a lot of. Show. I feel like they'll play a lot of old tracks over the new ones. They'll still play some new ones, but I don't I don't think they'll play a lot of them. Um, I haven't read any or many, if any, good things about um, Kali Yuga, the fucking new album that they dropped. Yeah. I know, I know we were, I know I was pretty harsh on it and you still haven't listened to it. No. Um, see, I don't know if they will, I don't know how much off divination they'll play, but like they didn't really get a chance to tour the last album. So maybe they'll use this. Because they haven't announced a tour yet, have they? Um, yeah, they have. Oh, have they? Yeah. Um, I I don't think I'm gonna go. No. Um, because I don't think they announced any good support. Yeah, righto. Like at all. And Alpha Wolf's playing as well. I I, I never. Right. Now I know that um, Amity's concert's gonna be fucking terrible. Yeah, well they've they sold out Brizzy and they announced another Brizzy show. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> ah, good on him. Honestly. Mm, so it's gonna be odd seeing how Aaron gets back oh, over Thorn, now. That he's living Thorn in Hill Canada. Grave mine drown this city. Oh, is that for Hearts Wake? Yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, you were wrong. And that's in March. Oh. At the Tivoli. Yeah. Wait, what? Are they playing two sets on the same fucking day? Hello? What do you mean? Oh, is that... Because it says on the 27th of March, this is just looking at ticketmaster.com.au. I'm probably reading this very wrong, but it says on 27th of March at 5.30, limited availability at the Tivoli, Brisbane, Queensland for In Hearts Wake. But Saturday, the 27th of March at 9.30 p.m. at the Tivoli in Brisbane, there's low availability for In Hearts Wake. Is one... Are they doing an underage show? Fuck, they must be. Uh, nope, 18 plus for that limited availability one. And it looks to be 18 plus for that second one. What the fuck? They actually are playing two shows. Unless that's just a fuck up on Ticketmaster's behalf, which I also wouldn't doubt, but fuck, that's impressive. That's going to be a massive day for them, if that is the case. Um, I'm having a look at another website now. I don't know how they put that all in, though. That doesn't really make sense. And couldn't really imagine seeing, like, Thornhill on purpose, too, you know? No, I can only find... On the other website I'm on, it's only got the one show. Yeah, so that's a fuck up on Ticketmaster's behalf. Yeah. I wonder why they've done that. Idiots. Maybe that's 
doors? No, it wouldn't be doors at 5.30. Nah, bro. Even even on their website, dude, it says 27th of March and 27th of March, 5.30 and 9.30. Oh, righto. Odd. So they're, they're either definitely doing two shows on the same fucking day or um, they fucked up. <laughs> mm. No, that's strange. It is very strange. And then that date. No, they are. I just looked at the Instagram. There's an early show and a late show. Dude, what the fuck? That's insane. Wow. They're nuts. They are nuts. Bro, you'd almost just go to the 5.30 one just so you can go straight out into the fucking city afterwards. Mm. Wow. That is fucking Everyone else got a second show. So yeah, Melbourne got a second show and Sydney got a second show. So they've just added to, decided to play twice for Brizzy. That's so dope. Good on them, honestly. That is, that's fucking alpha. That is a huge move. That is a fucking massive move. Kudos, boys. Kudos. Mm. Big ups. But, um, yeah, I, I probably still wouldn't pay that much money to fucking mm. see them. I'm gonna I'm gonna check and make sure that I saw the price was fucking correct because I hate knowing fans are charging like exorbitant amounts of money for what? Mm-hmm. Like fucking Christ, dude! The fact that Amity tickets are eighty fucking dollars—they're always like crazy. that, Bart. Yeah, but I still remember fucking paying like fucking 50 bucks less than just fucking see them and they played way better at those shows than they did at <laughs> shows where it was like fucking 80 dollars yep 50 bucks in hearts weight mm, it's all right that's reasonable but i <laughs> just go to the grave mine show oh yeah <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh Bro, it'd be so good to see them play for longer than thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're playing they're playing conduit in full. Oh, are they? That's yeah. Sick. In they're playing conduit in full because they never got to tour it. Apparently, mm. not 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 fully the way that they wanted to. Okay. Pretty sure what it came out twenty nineteen. They did good things. They opened up for a couple bands and then bang. Yeah. COVID. Like right when they probably were thinking we're about, about trying to, to set it, it yeah. up, yeah. Then then fucking fucked it for them. But um, mate, it's it, this is gonna be so fucking sick. Maybe I might go to In Heart's Wake just so I can go to a show every month. <laughs> That'd be a big move. I don't know if it would be worse, but... You would just go to the early one. Mm, I'll probably talk myself out of it or into it. I don't know. I'm still so on the fence about it, eh? I mean, they always we'll see put on a good show. Yeah, they do. But at the same fucking time, um, I don't really want to see Thornhill. Mm. And I like I would probably like leave the venue 
for Thornhill. Like, they Wait, who's fucking above who? suck. Thornhill's above Gravemind. Oh. Yeah, so we'll be there for the two opening, leave for Thornhill, go to a bar or something that's going to be more fun, and then come back for Inhart's Way. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand the hype around Thornhill. And I enjoyed the first EP. I didn't like the full length. Didn't like the full length. Yeah, they dropped an album in like 2019. Uh, actually, I do remember about that because I, I tried to like listen to it again. Like, I tried to listen to it when it did come out just to see if like, you know how sometimes when they release the second thing, like the second major thing, Sometimes it's like better than what they had before. Mm. Could you understand the disappointment when I'm like listening to this album and I'm going, fuck, it's the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and couldn't believe that uh, Void, of, Void of Vision dropped a fucking, like a re, remix yeah. version of Year of the Rat, was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. With fucking Jacob from fucking Thornhill, like you didn't need to do that. No. But, <laughs> like you made a pretty good song, just a just a tad worse than what it ever could have been. So, thanks for that void of vision. I appreciate it. Um, don't do that again. And um, hopefully, we can um, forget about it when you decide to drop a new album. Yeah, hopefully soon. Which, well, hopefully. Uh, it'd probably be too soon to say this year, but even if they drop an EP, EP this, this year, because bro, fuck, when they do EPs, they crush, <laughs> they mm-hmm. fucking crush. What was it like, Broken Bones, back in like 2014 or something? Yeah. The black cover. Oh, that shit gets my dick hard, bro. And same with Disturbia. Oh, yeah, Disturbia is sick, dude. Ghost in the Machine has got to be one <laughs> of the best fucking metalcore songs to come mm-hmm. out of Australia. Besides yeah, maybe Quantum Blast. And maybe... Jeez. I want to give a lot of credit to Earthwalker because I fucking mm-hmm. like Jake's fucking... Um, fucking growl into the fucking breakdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just thinking about it now, got goosebumps. Shit. I haven't listened to that in so long. Yeah, Caleb and I were um, talking shit today about um, In Inhart's Wake and he's like, uh, I'm going through Inhart's Wake because they came on at work and <laughs> I saw I've got the three albums. <laughs> the very first three albums yeah. that they've, they've got out. It is like, I'll put on Skydancer for a bit and I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I've only got the two. <laughs> and like, man, like I can totally understand why uh, oh, Skydancer is not that great. <laughs> uh, good thing he hasn't heard the other arc or the new one. Yeah, oh, bro, I have very little to say about Ark and even mm-hmm. less to say about Kali Yuga. But I don't want to shit on In Heart's Wake anymore because I feel like they can do better and they deserve better, but... They got to prove it. They've, they've just got to 
Be better, man. But um, we got a big old Kubler Khan and is heading back into the studio for a couple of weeks. Oh shit! Oh shit! Honeycut teased on his story. So that's good news. And um, fit for an autopsy teased um demos to their next full length as well. Not the actual music itself, but just that it's it's in the works. So that'd be a, that'd be huge for fit. Like considering Will normally writes for them when they're away anyway. Will hasn't really been able yeah. to record anyone, so of course he's been writing for fit. And um, fuck, who else? Black Tongue. Yeah, Black been Tongue. teasing back in the studio or back in the fucking recording room, the bathroom, <laughs> toilet room. <laughs> fuck, Alex is recording vocal. It's so funny. Bro, that would make so much sense as to how he gets some of those growls because yeah. he's probably just like microphone to ass and just... <laughs> So, yeah, if you don't follow Alex on Instagram, you definitely have to. He's such a laugh. <laughs> oh, dude, he's got to be one of the best people to follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If, so if you like, funny. like, memes and heavy music, go and follow Alex. Yeah. He's fucking, he's incredible. He brightens my day. Oh, literally, when I wake up and see that he's posted a story, and it's just something ridiculous. Oh, it's the best way to start. Oh my god, the one where he's doing that fucking the day in the life of Alex and he's got the fucking roses remix going on. Oh <laughs> fuck. That's probably the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> Just the dumbest of it. Not that like that Android quality as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just adds to it. Oh bro. It's so gross. Get a better phone, you cuck. And for so long too. <laughs> I say as I'm doing this off my iPhone 6S. <laughs> hey, uh, many people argue that was the greatest iPhone ever. I still argue it's the greatest iPhone ever. Dude, it's like a six-year-old phone at this point. I've dropped it a thousand fucking times. The only thing that's wrong with it is the battery. Mm-hmm. Like it's, in- it's incredible. The headphone jack still fucking works. My charger port still works. Speakers are a bit fucked on like the, the earpiece and yep. in the bottom of the phone, but it's a great fucking phone. And I don't understand how people were actually bending their iPhone sixes. Cause I haven't mm. done that once. Yeah. I've had shit covers. I've had no covers. I've had the best covers in the fucking world. I haven't cracked a screen. I've scratched it, but fucking best phone I've ever had. Best fucking phone I've ever had. But I definitely need to upgrade because I can get like five minutes off charge and go from 100% down to like 20. So, <laughs> Or just get a new battery. Yeah, but you see, what, if the battery's that fucked and it's been in the phone for long enough, it can fuck the, the, mm. like the internals of the phone. So and if it's extended to a point where it's fucked the internals enough, like you can replace the battery but your phone's going to be fucked. <laughs> so it's your one of those time. things like, do I want to like roll? Oh, well, I've actually been like looking at new phones too, but fucking expensive gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking Christ. How, how is it? How am I supposed to live my life without all the latest shit? <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, I fucking, I watched, um, 
I watched a guy try and use my phone and it must it must be fucking like years since he's seen an iPhone 6 because he's looking at it like <laughs> how do I unlock it? Oh he's like swiping up from the bottom, yeah. he's like looking at it. Like, bro, there's a fucking button at the bottom of the screen, and like every iPhone ever on the fucking side of yeah, the has fucking the phone, there is a power button. <laughs> I press press it. Oh my god! And then he's like swiping. And once he figured out how to turn the screen on, he's still swiping up. Swiping to up, it. yeah. So he's bringing up the fucking control center, and he's like, "Oh, this is so hard, like, bro." <laughs> it was so oh, funny, but fuck, it was so sad. Like Jesus Christ, we've all evolved to a point where, like, if it's not easy to use, it's just difficult. Life crippling. But you know what's going to be life crippling? Mm-hmm. Diablo 2. Yes. BlizzCon Line, they announced the remaster of Diablo 2, which is going to be <laughs> wicked. BlizzCon Line, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did you text me? It's just something wasn't right until you realized oh. what it actually meant. Oh my god, I was struggling so hard because I'm like reading it like BlizzCon line. Like, what the fuck is BlizzCon line? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, BlizzCon? Like, you could just call it BlizzCon. Like, I understand what a BlizzCon is. What the fuck is BlizzCon line? And it didn't really, it didn't really occur to me up until like they started doing the Diablo breakdown, where they're like, where they actually said BlizzCon line, and I'm like what and then it like looked at the word for a bit i'm like blizzcon line blizzcon line blizzcon online for fuck's sake <laughs> that's when i like messaged you i was like in a fucking panic i'm like sweating and shit like bro how did it take me so long to figure that out? like fuck my entire life damn can yeah i'm keen though so Vicarious Visions will be doing that one. They've done Crash. They did the Tony Hawk. Um, I think they did something else as well. But yeah, they're pretty much masters of the remaster at the moment. Oh, for sure, So it's going to be wicked. We didn't really get a whole lot more on Diablo 4. Like you and I were saying, maybe betas at the end of the year, release next year. I, I hope for a beta. Um, not that I'm going to be able to play it, but just so <laughs> I can see what it's kind yeah. of going to be like. I don't assume it'll change a whole lot from what Diablo has yeah. always been. I feel like if you're going to change it up that much, put it into a mobile game. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but like, I'd never really played Diablo 2. I got kind of jumped straight into Diablo 3. Yeah, well, it came out how long ago? People. I think we were a bit young for it. Oh, fucking 2001, 2002. 2000. Well, fuck, there you go. Like, it's a yeah. 21-year-old game at this point. To get, to get that going is just fucking incredible. And you know what, too? Like, the amount of people who still play the original Diablo 2, yeah. like, over Diablo 3 is insane. Mm-hmm. But it's just also crazy to me that 
Activision are really going in on these remasters. Yeah. Like they are really going in. Like fuck, how long do you reckon it's gonna be before we get a guitar hero remaster? Oh surely. Like did, honestly, like if they one, can yeah. if they give us like the original like five color guitars and maybe package guitar hero one, two, and three. I was gonna say go the first every, three together. Yeah, and like with whatever DLCs they can give as well, put them together. I would buy the fuck out of oh, it. Yeah. I don't care if it's one hundred and fifty bucks. I don't care if it's 200, 250. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you're gonna tell me there's Guitar Hero one, two, and three, easily the best Guitar Hero ever made, with easily the best like guitar peripheral ever made, fucking sign me the fuck up. But it has to be like the um the Gibson. Yeah. No, it wasn't the Gibson. Was it the Gibson? For Guitar um, Hero 2? Oh, I can't remember. I think they had it. A, I think been. you could get a Les Paul. And there was... Oh, what's the fucking... You know the one I'm talking about that came with Guitar Hero 2? I didn't uh, get one with 2. I just bought the disc. Uh, how the, how the, did you already have Guitar Hero 1? I had 3 first. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Isn't three the one where they did the um, Drum wireless controller, or they did that, or they did that oh, with two um, for the, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? Three was wireless. It just had like the little dongle adapter thing. Yeah, I think World Tour is the one you're thinking of with the drum kit. Yeah, that would be it then. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no, it was what? the um the Gibson SG you're thinking of, like the little devil one. Yeah. Yeah. The SG. Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay, so it was a Gibson. I was just thinking of. I was just thinking of the Les Paul yeah, form. Yeah, it didn't have the Les Paul body. Okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah, dude, like, I don't give a fuck. Make it fucking 300 bucks if you have to. Like, I, I fucking bought Guitar Hero Live for 180 bucks. Mm. And they fucking stopped supporting that, like, in, what, 28? Oh, ages ago. 2018, 2019, they turned the servers off. Like, okay, thanks. As I part wasn't of done game, with that. You don't <laughs> want to support it. No, I wasn't. Well, I, I just thought, fuck it. You know, I'll go back and play Guitar Hero Live. I had a lot of fun playing Guitar Hero Live. And the first thing that pops up is this fucking like notification at the bottom of the screen. It's like, we are sorry to inform that um, you know, we're shutting down the servers on this date. And by the time mm. I put this disc in, it's nearly a full year. <laughs> since they fucking turned off the servers. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, after they say, oh, yeah, we disabled the servers, if you bought the game within the last fucking six to 12 months, um, we like, we will give you a refund, have your receipt code ready and shit. <sighs> like, dude, for fuck's sake. <laughs> How do you manage? Dude, Guitar Hero Live would have been so fucking good if they just let you pay for the music. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I hear Rock Band 4 didn't do very well either. Oh, didn't it? No. No, I, I, um, I'm just going to put it down to the fact that, like, I think we're over all of these rhythm games with all of these extra peripherals that just take up all this fucking yeah. space. Like, um when I did play Guitar Hero Live again a couple of weeks ago, I ended up smashing my fucking controller. Um, 
Oh, dude, I was trying to... I, I don't know why I didn't just drop the difficulty or anything, but I thought, fuck it. It's Lazaretto on Advanced uh, Difficulty. It's an easy enough song. I think I can do it for like a fucking three gamer score achievement. And um, I failed it like five, six times and just went, fuck this. <laughs> and just took controller straight to the fucking ground. So I don't have Guitar Hero Live anymore. No. Um, but DJ Hero still fucks. <laughs> yes. Had that on the way. Uh, dude, this 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 fucking thing Turntable. is so sick. <laughs> I forgot how good the music was on that game yeah. too, bro. Holy shit! What a fucking vibe. Metallica and Kanye West, dude. Who does that? <laughs> Genius. Genius. Um, but to go back to like dick sucking developers and whatever else, um, and Activision with all the remakes and shit, like fucking Christ, I still haven't played, um, Crash Bandicoot 4. Mm, no, but, neither. Um, fuck the, I don't, have you seen any of the praise for it? No. Like, dude, they're, people are legitimately crowning it as one of the best Crash Bandicoot games ever made. Wow. And it's not made by Naughty Dog, and it wasn't even no. done by Vicarious Visions. It was done by Toys for Bob, who did the Spyro remake. Ah. Oh. Which is why I'm assuming Vicarious Visions didn't do it, because I'm assuming... I think Vicarious Visions had more to do with Crash than what Toys for Bob ever did. Hmm. Because they were always um, Spyro from the from the rip, like yeah. well from Skylanders anyway. Um, but apparently they fucking crushed it, and it makes sense to why um, Vicarious Visions didn't do it because they're doing Diablo. Yeah, being a bit then kind of raises the kind of raises the question: Where is Spyro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been like, waiting fuck, for a I, new Spyro, like a proper one. Oh, dude, I would be so down for a new Spyro game. It's not funny. I can't remember if I bought the remaster or not. I I, I knew did, I bought Crash. But... Oh, dude. <laughs> I hate talking about the remastered Crash games mm-hmm. so much. Crash Tag, um, Crash Team Racing was fucking sick. Um, but I wish they didn't add um, tag team race. Oh, sorry, they didn't do tag team racing things. Yes, they did. They had a couple tag team racing maps in there. I wish that they didn't do that. And they just kind of went and did CTR remaster remake and then go and do uh, CTTR after that. Mm. The crash tag team racing. Because yeah. I had a lot of fun playing tag team racing. I think I was too young for... Um, fucking team racing anyway. I remember playing Crash Boom or Crash Party, whatever the fuck it was, more than I played CTR. Yeah, I think I had one of them on my Game Boy. Can't remember which Bro, one. that totally reminds me. I fucking had the Spyro 
and the Crash Bandicoot games on Game Boy. Ooh. And if you had and if you had the the the, the link cable, you could yeah. you could like both play the same game at the same time essentially. Yeah. And it's fucking lit. Like, dude, the way that they did that is just incredible. Like, that still blows me away, like, even today. Yeah, there were some cool features. Side-scrolling Crash Bandicoot, dude. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. So sick. What a vibe. But I'll tell you what doesn't make sense. And this is like maybe thinking about it in hindsight. How the fuck did they put Doom on the Game Boy Advance? Hmm. I didn't know they did. Like that thing has eight buttons in total. Yeah. How did they do how did they do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Like, how are you supposed to move, turn, change weapons, and fucking shoot shit? Yeah, that is strange. Maybe we need to maybe we need to find emulators and fucking figure it out. Oh, that wouldn't be hard. Fuck no, mate. The, the Game Boy emulators that you can get are insane. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for Nintendo to just go. Hey, do you guys want the fucking virtual store to come back? And then, like, let us just spend thousands and thousands and thousands of fucking dollars on old games yeah, that literally. we can't play anymore. Holy shit. Dude, Game Boy Advance was a fucking... Such a fucking I loved vibe. Mm-hmm. Dude, especially, like, the SP, the one that folded... Yeah, that's the one I had. Oh, bro... Man, like car rides and shit and you're playing yep. Game Boy and you don't have to fucking worry about waiting for the traffic lights and whatever else to fucking play your game. Oh, mm-hmm. incredible. Game changer. We really all had the same childhood, though. Except for those fucking kids that got given an Xbox instead of a PlayStation. <laughs> Poor cunts. <laughs> oh, I'd buy I think it went PS1, then we had a PS2, then it broke, and then we got an Xbox. Oh, man, we had so many PlayStation 2s. We had the big birth of PlayStation 2, (laughs) and we had, like, the very slim PlayStation 2. I think we tried to get another one, or we tried to fix our PlayStation 2, and it, like, never worked the same since, which is a fucking shame. Fuck, the PS2 was such a vibe. Hmm. Yeah, we had an Xbox, like the original Xbox as well, but we didn't buy it. I think um, my uncle gave it to us with like a bunch of fucking games that we just yeah. didn't know how to play, like Halo. Yeah, Halo. <laughs> I, used just, I used to just boot up a Halo to shoot my teammates and fucking have them all just like firefight on the beach with me and just fucking <laughs> slaughter everyone. Once I did that enough times, I was like, all right, I've played the New game. game. <laughs> Go and boot up like fucking Forza or something. Yeah, shit. Forza. We had Fable as well at one oh, stage. Fable. The original Fable yeah, too. Yeah, it was so good. Oh my god. I and still Fable think Fable 2, 2 was, was sick. the best. Yeah, Fable 2 was sick. 
Fable 2 has to be the best. Fable 3 was fucked, but hey. Yeah, it was so hit and miss. Like, they brought in some cool things, but I don't know. My main thing was honestly just going around, fighting on bitches, fucking bitches, getting them pregnant, contracting diseases, and just being like, oh, well, I'll reload a save and do it all over again. <laughs> Skyrim. Oh, dude. Go through and oh, slaughter a few towns. Stop. I am still recovering from my PTSD of Skyrim. Mm. Not fucking fun. Just sad. So, so sad. Big rip. But um, I also recently bought uh, Serious Sam. Explain. So Serious, Serious Sam is essentially Doom in an open world sort of arena setting. Mm-hmm. So like the levels are fucking large as fuck. And you just have enemies charging at you the whole time. Like the oh. whole time. Like yeah, you pick up armor shards, like armor pickups, ammo pickups, health pickups, do some light puzzle solving, like point A to point B, yep. get through it, kill as many things as possible, find secrets here and there, and then kind of just progress. Um I got it for like forty five bucks and it comes with like uh serious same one. Uh, two um, before first encounter and um, the DLC and then Series Sam 3 and the DLC for that. That's but, right. Yeah, but you know what fucking sucks? Mm-hmm. Playing it on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You can take it Look everywhere. Yeah, it's it's great and I love that. But holy fuck, try playing that fucking... Like, try playing anything on the Switch on a train and mm, there's just bumping. varying... Oh, not even bumping. It's just the light. Like, oh, the, screen, the screen brightness is so good when you're in a dark room or in a room that's not so well lit, but you sit on a train like I generally do when I play it and you're fucking constantly moving trying to <laughs> find the best dark spot yeah. to play the thing in i got stuck in one level because i'm like in this fucking underwater cave sort of level can't see fucking shit mm. finally got into a dark room you can finally see and it was so simple all it was was just swim down turn right there's a big fuck off hole that you have to swim through and that's the end of the mission oh. I'm like oh that's great <laughs> i wish i could see before Oh, wow. Fantastic. You know, maybe if you fucking pointed it out for me, you fuck. Mm. But I don't know. Seriously, it's it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but, it um, sounds good. It, I, I, I feel like it's um a little more hardcore than Doom. Yeah. And you can play it online, like local co-op in, through the campaign. You can do like Deathmatch against your friends. I think there's bots too, but I haven't really looked into it. Well, that's good. Um, well, what the forty? I, oh, fuck. Oh, like PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. 
like dude vibe fucking just makes me wish I never sold my DS4. Mm. Uh, can fuck. always get another. Oh, I, I, I can, but by the <laughs> sounds of it, Battlefield Six isn't coming to PS4. Oh, isn't it? No, nah, Battlefield yeah. Six is probably going to be exclusively next gen. They, they will not do what they did with Battlefield Four ever yeah. again. Like the fact that they even put Hardline Battlefield Hardline on like PS3 and Xbox 360 mm. was fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, what a waste of resources. And I feel like that's probably what would have killed that game a lot too. Cause I had to fucking optimize it for both. Like, I know that's what killed Battlefield 4 at the start. Like it mm-hmm. ended up getting really good, but by the end of its life cycle, like Hardline was out. So they, they won't, they won't do what they did with Battlefield 4 to Battlefield 6. They're just going to fucking put it straight on next-gen consoles. So it'd pretty much be as close to the PC version as possible. Yeah. Maybe cap the frame rate at like 60 and have it go to 4K if you really want it to. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm keen to see what they do with this. Um, Hopefully it's a return to form. So am I, because they're talking about 128 player matches. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Literally double what what they had before. Like, bro, I thought it was insane when I was playing Battlefield 4 and there was like 24 people on the fucking map. And then go to... Battlefield 1, they get to 64. Oh, my God. Well, I think Battlefield 4 on the PS4 had 64 players because yeah. I didn't play that until after I'd played Battlefield 1, uh, right which is still the, still the best yeah. fucking Battlefield ever. Fuck. Man. I'm yeah, very keen for... Um, very keen to see what they do with um, six. Battlefield 6. Yeah, Battlefield 6. And Diablo. I um, can probably understand how you feel about Call of Duty, but just because they're already talking about the next one, mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel about um, another World War Two Call of Duty? Meh. Meh. I'm gonna do without. Yeah, you know what? I think I would too. A. Eh? Mm-hmm. After Battlefield 5, man, fucking Christ. Yeah, then they did... um, Yeah, like Battlefield 5 and they COD had the... Was it World War 2? That one yeah. like maybe two years ago? Yeah, no. Meh. I'm done. World War 2 was okay. I, I didn't mind it, but it was yeah, definitely just... better than like Battlefield 5. To come from, like, and just talking about Sledgehammer for a second, to come from Advanced Warfare, which is probably the best game out of the Jetpack era of Call of Duty, honestly, and then, then have to slow down the gameplay mm. for World War II, and then to reintroduce like old-style old versions of modern warfare maps. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> It even has shipment. Yeah. Why does World War II have mm-hmm. shipment? 
Like, hello? And it's not even the same layout. Yeah, no, that was dumb. Oh, so fucking dumb. So, so, so fucking dumb. Um, but at, at least Sledgehammer's going to get the the reins for this one. Because I, I think Treyarch needed an extra year for Cold War. Okay. I think I think Treyarch needed an extra year, but because um, Activision weren't happy with Sledgehammer at the time, <laughs> you know, they kind of had like um, from the sounds of it, they just reskinned what they had from yeah. Sledgehammer and just reskinned it as Black Ops. Because I'm fairly certain the rumors were that the this year well. Cold War was supposed to be a Vietnam shooter anyway. Mm. So instead of just setting it in Vietnam and have it be like this Cold War-esque sort of shooter, just fucking bring in Black Ops. Yeah. <laughs> but then I would also probably argue the reason why Activision would be doing it like this is so they can have the three time periods like modern warfare, yeah. they'll have the Cold War, you know, era shooter and Black Ops, and then they'll have like an old school, yeah, fucking dirt in your eyes, fucking <laughs> shooter with sledgehammer. And I think they'll just rotate between those like every yeah, that fucking makes year. Sense. I still think they need to make Call of Duty free to play. Mm. Um, I, I still think the multiplayer needs to be free to play. Yeah. If they if you're gonna charge. If you're going to charge $90 or $120 if you want to buy the physical copy of Black Ops Cold War on like in store. Hey, you get here, motherfucker. Now. Sorry, dogs. Trying to go out the gate. Yeah, no, it is rather expensive. And for it to be like Cold War would release what eight maps at the start, if that. It wasn't very nice. And for it to be so slow releasing in maps as well. That's why I think none of us play it anymore. Well, I think Josh overdid it for himself. <laughs> um, and then by the time Cooper got it, they were having connectivity issues trying to play with me, who only had a connectivity issue once the entire time I played mm. Cold War. Like, that also puts a dampener on it. And plus, no, like, hating on Josh for wanting to play hardcore, but hardcore is fucking terrible. And if I wanted to die that mm -hmm. fucking much playing a game mode, I would go and play Battlefield. At least, at, at least yeah. if I'm playing Battlefield, I can play like shit and still score really high. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking medic and that's <laughs> all I know how to do is revive. <laughs> Plus, skill-based matchmaking is not, no. not a fucking good thing to be having in public lobbies. Like They, they finally yeah. did leak play for Cold War and they still have skill-based matchmaking in pubs. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, what really is dope. the fucking what's the fucking point of skill? What's the what's the point of having a fucking uh, like a ranked mode if you're just gonna fucking have skill based matchmaking in public lobbies? Like uh, mm -hmm. why? 
I don't want school-based matchmaking. Even though I was playing fucking great games, I think my KD ended up being like 1.4 yeah. before I stopped playing. And if a pro player is at a 2 KD on average, like, I'm, I'm going to call myself the GOAT. <laughs> the GOAT of casual gamers. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, I fucking miss playing Cold War so much. It's like the only COD since Ghosts that I've been good at. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a bit, bit slow, I think, in releasing content. I just got over it very quickly. Yeah, I feel that. But I think that's the way that they've, that they've set it up for themselves since Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if it wasn't for the whole season pass thing, that Fortnite started. Yeah. Like, fuck. I would much rather have six seasons of content for each Call of Duty than to have a, a fucking a, a paid pass that's like, what, $80? Like, it's nearly a full game on top of that just to fucking get all of this extra bullshit that no yeah. one else is going to be able to fucking play. Mm-hmm. Like, it made playing zombies online so difficult because you couldn't find people playing the DLC maps. Yeah. Because nobody fucking bought them. Like only like the real hardcore zombies players would have gotten them. Yeah, they were probably For all playing with part. friends anyway. Yeah. Well you can't you can't play zombies in pubs, mm. bro. Like main rule of Call of Duty zombies. If you're gonna play it, play it with friends. Because you can't rely on fucking randoms because <laughs> they suck. Like me. Uh, you know what? At least you're easy to carry because you will you will fucking die in such a good spot. That'll be like, <laughs> all right, let me wipe everything out and just restart the round. <laughs> That's what I'm here oh, for. Man. I'm, I'm so spewing about Cold War. That's like the one thing I wish I fucking just didn't get rid of the PlayStation for, honestly. Mm. Cold War was so good. Fuck. Definitely buggy. Definitely like not finished. But I would I would rate it. Yeah, definitely more than Modern Warfare anyway. For sure. And then I wouldn't be doing my due diligence as the gatekeeper to the Necroverse if I didn't share these tasty gems with you all. So if you're still here with us, how about you are deviling on a bit of bit a bit a bit of swamp beast? So Swamp Beast released seven evil spawned from seven heads. They're a three-piece grinding, grooving death metal with a little sprinkle of black. Um, they're really tight-sounding metal album. Doesn't throw, doesn't drown in reverb, and it doesn't sound mechanical. Uh, they've got some fantastic song names as well, like Orcs Anvil, convulsing in the shit and piss of man, and trudging through oblivion. So if that sounds like it's going to tickle your little bum hole, go and listen to it. It's a great listen. <laughs> Did you? Give yeah, I think I put like the first. I think I put like the first three or four songs on. Yeah. Um, before I kind of started listening to something else. Not that I. It's pretty much that I just didn't want to listen. Since humanity's last breath, it's been really fucking hard 
for me to kind of just want to sit down and like play a shitload of fucking like metal. Mm. For the most part, I've been kind of avoiding it. But um, again, went back to fucking um, Necroverse <laughs> the other yeah, like, last Necroverse. night, I think it was. Bro. Fuck. That has cemented itself in my top five, I think, honestly. <sighs> yeah, no, I was a bit the same. Like, I think until yeah, yesterday, it was like a podcast and then like Joji... <laughs> And then yesterday <laughs> on my day off, I just sat on the couch and just went through different black metal bands. I kind of like going, clicking on the ones I like, adding a song from them to a playlist and then going through their related artists. So I'm just trudging through that at the moment, really. What have you found? Um, there's so much. Um, the album Limbo by Garia. Yeah, it came out last year. It's pretty cool. Um. No Dust by Yellow Eyes. Uh, Scar Sighted by Leviathan. Um, there's a few other good ones here. Scar Sighted. I fucking like that. That's dope. <laughs> the Scythe of Cosmic Chaos by Sulphur Aeon. Oh. Liturgia by Batushka. Are they Russian? That. I have no idea. <laughs> they probably are. And then uh, Moga and with Exercises of Futility, Cult of Dying Sun by Uwada. And then there might be one or two more. No, that might be it. They're the ones that kind of stood out to me at the moment. I've got a heap others in this playlist. Damn, son, you've been really on that fucking death metal grind. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, just listening to Wayfarer again, um, Wayfarer Wake and Corpse Flare are sick as well. But um, another album that we've received is by Umbravoid. This is one you showed me. Yeah, that was a fucking solid listen to. Endoparasitoid. That was a really solid listen. Um, so they're a two-piece. Oh. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> the, the dude on the vocals and the other dude just literally everything else. So these guys will give you all the alien lore you need. And the definition of the album name literally just means a parasite that lives inside a host, ultimately killing it and bringing forth new life. So, yeah. I wanted to say as well, like what pisses me off so much is when they call bands like this and Aversion's Crown Alien Core because it's fucking not. Lyrical content does not divide, uh, not decide your genre. You could be singing the same thing as a pop artist, but it's not going to make it the same thing. Like Rings of Saturn, I get that fully. Like that's not yeah. like any other deathcore. It's not even like any of the other technical deathcore stuff. But Aversion's Crown play deathcore music with alien themes. They are not alien core. It's not alien core. But at, and yeah, not really at all. I have this argument with a fucking friend all the fucking time. He's like, Aversion's Crown invented alien core, man. The, the rings of Saturn are fucking poses, and they don't like they're not good. Like, what the fuck do you mean? 
As if you're going to try and tell me a version's crown is fucking just straight up alien core. Uh-huh. It's not. Fucking yeah. Christ. Um, but that Umbra Void um, album was fucking dope. I yeah, think I played really cool. it maybe once or twice, but um, I haven't gone back to it. was just fucking so it's so difficult i don't want to mm. talk about it but <laughs> like that's most of the reason why i still haven't really gone back to it like the most metal i've listened to this end was like the concert yeah <laughs> like i've um like i went and listened to slow ties new album mm. yeah i've added it i've got to uh, listen to it it's like half grime I, and then like half not. Yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> spook has got fucking rocks up in gun. Um, yeah. So like the first half is like more aggressive, more in your face. And the second half is more like self-reflective. Yeah. Um, I was pretty mixed upon first listen for it because I, I still don't like the grime sound. I think the only thing that's going to push me through a lot of grime music is like the vote, the, the, the MC himself. Mm-hmm. And um, like what the fuck they're saying. Like, I didn't realize like how fucking good slow ties lyrics were until I kind of like was reading along. I was like, fuck, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> sad. That makes me angry, but I'm also happy I heard it. Um, and it's the same with like JME and um, yeah gigs and stuff like i've started going down a bit of a rabbit hole <laughs> with that now and i feel really fucking weird um but at least it's not aussie rap no oh. right uh, so gross oh bro Didn't remember when hilltop hoods was sick no i never liked them <laughs> Fuck off, dog. <laughs> Fuck off, dog. Hudoskan! Hudoskan! Another one, uh, we have uh, Abiotic with Ikaji. So they're a five-piece deck death band and they've got like a flavor of traditional Japanese, like that oriental sound. Um, they've kind of left like their... Previously, their, all their lyrics were about like aliens and stuff as well. And they had like five years between releases, I think. They kind of wanted to give something a bit more real. So the album artworks um, a samurai. I can't remember what the pro, the um, name of it is, but it's like where you stab yourself or whatever, like you sacrifice yourself. And he's oh, seeing... Um, Sepoku? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, he's seeing uh, like lives, like other people's lives, seeing all these different sort of lives and that, and then kind of reflecting upon them. So like they talk about uh depression suicide addiction climate change and then like the struggle of finding your own purpose which is what the title translate from japanese back into english as a reason for being um there's a couple of cool features as well trevor from black dahlia there's also a guitar solo from brandon also of black dahlia jared from arch spire and then also a bloke named killian from heretic cube and he does a little nice tasty bass line um Album's got riffs, mm-hmm. solos, blasts, everything you would come to expect from that tech death, but has that oriental sound as well. So it's a cool listen. If that sounds like your cup of tea again, go have a little sip, wander on in. Yeah. 
link link it to me when we're done because yeah. I'll probably try and put that on at yeah, some no, point cool. in the future. And then the last one I had was um, Pray for Nothing by Way. So it was really hard to find anything for these guys. They must be really, really new, but it's for those fans of like Spite and Traders again for that kind of slamming down-tempo deathcore. And they've got that like electronic feel on some tracks as well, like the like the drums and that for intros and before breakdowns and that. It's weird, but it's cool. Something I can't return to a lot either. I think that's just that sound. I get a bit bored of it very quickly. Um, you mean like the slamming sort of beatdown type of shit, or do you mean like the other stuff that goes into that? No, like that sound, like the traders spite sort of thing, pale face. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, like, good, totally good to throw on at the gym. Good to throw on if I'm just doing something around the house, but I can't just sit down and delve into it, sort of thing. Honestly, I reckon. Good if there's someone you need to be... punch in the face. <laughs> Every cunt needs to get punched in the <laughs> fucking face, bro. People fucking suck. They do. Like fuck. <laughs> like some fucking rude cunts mm-hmm. and just shit cunts. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, you working where you do, you would probably see so <laughs> many fuckwits. Yes, mate. Fuck that. Yes. <laughs> and you're, you're fucking like, you think you've seen you everything get... and then something else happens. You're like, fuck. We're getting worse by the day, <laughs> aren't we? Like, there really is no hope. It's devolving into fucking nothing. Because I feel like our sort of age group is quite good. Like, you know, we we're brought up to have respect and manners, but also to be. I guess free thinking and to make our own opinions of things. Whereas the people above us are still a bit more traditional and conventional. Like you're brought up to believe in one thing and that's it. You don't question the morals of it or not. And then the people below us just have no fucking respect at all. Yeah, no, they don't. eh? like the whole world revolves around Mm -hmm. them and fucking like, it has to be this way. And everything is the hardest thing. As soon as there's a slight inconvenience. I need an iPhone. I can't yes. go to school without an iPhone. Or, oh, everyone has Snapchat. I need fucking Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you fucking don't. Yeah. Like, fucking hell. I remember when I was 13, dude. I was sm- I was wagging the school to go and smoke bombs. No cunts doing that anymore. Like, what happened to that? Like, I, I reckon that's what's fucking wrong with kids. They, they're too fucking soft. Yeah. Way too fucking, and not even just talking about drugs. I just mean in general, like fucking hell. Like mm-hmm. they're they're sh- they're sh- they could get a blister on the back of their fucking heel, and that would ruin their whole year. <laughs> they're, they're charger, the fucking cord for their fucking phone breaks. Charger breaks. Fuck. There's the rest of their day ruined. Need a new charger now. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking iTunes money in my account. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then all the fucking drama. Oh, oh right. fuck, dude. Like, Thea's a lot younger. My sister's a lot younger than your sister, right? Like, yeah, Lara just Lara. turned 17. 
yeah, yeah, well, Thea's like 14. And like the, the, I could imagine the difference in maturity between those couple of years would be astounding. <laughs> like, fuck, some of, like, some of the shit that Thea comes home with, I kind of listen to her and I'm like, how the fuck does anyone get away with that shit at school? Mm-hmm. Are we, that, that kid would have got fucking bullied into oblivion to the point where his fucking parents would have moved into a different yeah. school or we would have bashed the cunt. Or someone else would have bashed the cunt. Like, what's mm-hmm. wh- why can't fucking people just fucking defend themselves and stop being so butthurt about shit? And you look at their parents as well. Like, I see it all the time at work. And, like, that's exactly where it comes from. Their parents are just fucking wet dogs. Like, there's no parenting. Like, they just get what they want when they want it. Like, no. I would all, I would also put that down to parents being super fucking busy. Mm-hmm. But I would also then maybe put that down to parents not prioritizing certain things. Yeah, but even like when I see them at work, like they will just go put their kid on to do whatever and they'll just sit there on their phone. Like they're not, the kids aren't getting the attention they need because their parents are just on their phone the whole time. So of course your kid's going to be a little shit and just... Throw tantrums. That's why we have so many essays. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Because their mummy didn't give them a kiss on the cheek and tuck them in when they were little. So now they're the king of Charlestown or wherever it fucking was. I was, um, well, I got a haircut yesterday. Yeah, you're looking very fresh. Thanks, darling. <laughs> I know, it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was going to go zero all the way up to the top, and I was like, "Excuse me, babe, do you reckon a fade would look a little bit better?" And she's like, "Oh my god, totally." Um, but I was like, while well, I was walking in to like scan in my fucking thing, I'm sitting down, I'm hearing this fucking commotion, and this lady is like getting yelled at by this fucking little mm. little twerp. He's like, oh, you cut the back of my hair. I told you not to cut the back of my hair. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, dude, if you actually told me not to cut the back of your fucking hair, I would not have cut the back of your fucking hair. I've been a hairdresser for 25 fucking years. Do you think if you told me, I would have done it? He's like, oh, well, you should have known what I wanted. I told you to start. He's like, mate, you were fucking mumbling. You could have mumbled any more. I, I honestly thought you were my stomach grumbling for fucking food. You want this little Eshe twerp wanted a mullet. Like, oh, how hard God. is it just to say, I want a mullet? Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. <sighs> and he's fucking, he's walked, dude, he's literally walked straight out the fucking front door, didn't pay for shit. Mm. Like, lol. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, no, apparently, and I was end up talking to her about it, and she's like, dude, like, these fucking, <laughs> she had no idea we, we call them essays. Yeah. She's like, fucking 39, has no idea what an essay was. She's like, oh, so that's what they are. Oh, <laughs> there's so many of them that come in that are like, oh, I want a skinhead, or oh, I want a mullet, or oh, I want a rat's tail. And she's like, yeah. okay, I'll very reluctantly give you a rat's tail. <laughs> Just pay. Oh, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you would pay thirty nine dollars to get a fucking rat's tail bite. Yeah. 
for, let what alone fact? have one at all, but just do it at home. Don't even do it at home. Like they should, there should be a disclaimer for mullets everywhere. It's like, do not try this at home. <laughs> just do not have. Do not have a mullet. You're not a fucking fish. You do not have gills. You do not belong in the fucking sea. Not yet, anyway. And you don't go blob blob. Fucking probably does go blob blob. <laughs> By the sound of it, that's what he was saying when he was yeah. trying to communicate that he wanted a mullet. Mm. Well, I just want a mullet. Hate them. Absolutely. Right. Airshades are the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I went and got Hungry Jacks in Cabalab oh, on Sunday night. And literally, the I walk off the tram at Cabal and, you know, go to walk up Cabal. Mm-hmm. And right in the middle of the fucking road, there's fucking Eshe's bunching on with each other. Oh, God. Like, full, like, haymakers and fucking mm-hmm. shit. They, uh, they get taken to ground. There's fucking just a swarm of them that just fucking come over and start kicking the shit out of this fucking guy. I'm like, God, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I said in the chat the other day, too, like, if they would have come up against anyone that's actually tough, like an ex-con or, like, a bikey, They'd fucking shit their pants. The little tough dog gimmick thing is so funny. Yeah, but that's also the, like the scariest thing about them too, honestly. Because like they do not look like they can do any damage. But you give them thirty spare seconds less than, and they're pulling out a knife. Yeah. Like I fucking. Um, mate Callan got stabbed like last year. Yeah. Um, like in fucking Watala, as him, um, like Kendall and a couple other of our friends were waiting outside of their house for a taxi, and a fucking group of little Eshes had come mm-hmm. out of a random neighboring house and fucking just started brawling because they were making too much noise. Mm. And then fucking one man, fucking mate gets stabbed and still fucking knocks three of them out like i'm i would not be scared of getting fucking jumped by an esche what i would be scared about is fucking getting stabbed by one because mm. one you don't know where that knife's been exactly and two i don't want to get stabbed <laughs> oh, it's scummy it just doesn't this doesn't sound like fun no there's like there's a group of them that hang out in the park opposite mine as well and you hear them all the time oh no they leave glass everywhere as well so i'm like trying to walk acacia through there i'm like no i've got to pick you up there's fucking glass on the ground the fucking gronks are back at it again yeah nah you know what you know what the best essays are the western sydney (laughs) essays They come out of the womb with the skins and fucking yeah. like, like the polo, <laughs> the polo shoulder bag. Oh, it's bro, it's good. so fucking funny. It's so funny. It's so disgusting and it's so despicable. But Jesus mm. Christ, what do you do about it? 
There's like mm-hmm. nothing you can do. It's no. like a, it's a part of our culture and society. Yeah. So hopefully they grow up. I, like, I think at this point, <laughs> I just like I just think like as much as we all hate it, we need to just like turn around and go, yeah, okay, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Until then, until perms come back in or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my entire life. Literally. <laughs> Gross cunt Eshays. I reckon Eshays are nearly worse than the cunts that sit in the fucking Warhammer shops, just sweating their fucking rings out, looking at fucking non-painted models. Yeah, oh, for sure they are. Those guys don't bother me at all. They just smell a little bit. Like they don't cause fucking public nuisance. You know who does though? D and D players. Really. Oh, bro, they are the fucking worst. D&D players and World of Warcraft nerds, like nerds, are the worst fucking people in the world. See, I've never I, had I've any watched, trouble with either. I've, I've walked into an EB Games and listened to some fat fuck argue with the manager of a fucking EB, I think it was one in Caloundra, about why they should have more than just the starter set of World of Warcraft in store. But you can't, they don't make them anymore on disc. Well, that's what he was, yeah. that's what he was trying to say. He's like, <sighs> dude, it doesn't work like that. Like the, the publisher has to push yeah. it out physically. They've got to send it all around the world. It's mostly a digital game anyway. Why yeah. the fuck do you want it on disc? And the, like the, the nerds only response was, well, I think it's still pretty rude that you can't have like any other ones besides a starter pack. I can't, I don't have the internet to download the, oh. the, 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 the has he played? I don't fucking know. Oh. <laughs> he probably like mobile hotspots or yeah, something. Yeah, uses that. Me. Jesus Christ. You're in Calandra, cunt, as if you don't have internet. The boxes they used to come in, they were pretty cool. Um, like a little Velcro like tab a- you'd pull open. Like the big fuck off yeah. rectangle one. Oh, yeah. dude! I and it was always so cheap too. <laughs> always so cheap. I think I think the most expensive I saw it was like eighteen dollars. Yeah, that's because they fucking charge a subscription fee too. Fucking wet wipes. Yeah, they make a killing. I uh, fucking I wouldn't doubt it at all. Still want them to fucking like bring RuneScape to RuneScape three anyway to mobile devices because they can play old school mm. RuneScape, which is fucking which is fine. Yeah, but like it's not RuneScape three. <laughs> hmm. You know what I mean? The good old days. I think it would have been like grade four. Oh, bro. I just fucking booking out one computer in the library for a whole day yeah. just to play like Habbo Hotel and fucking um, RuneScape, dude. Mm-hmm. Best days of my <laughs> life. Especially Habbo Hotel. I had fucking four wives. <laughs> I was a fucking G. Big daddy. I'm speaking of big daddy out of my hat. Yeah, the hat from the show. <laughs> Go nowhere, be nothing. I fucking love that. That's so good. 
So fucking good. The fines you make at shows. Oh, bro. See, if that was my hat, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'd be so upset. But, like, this makes up for losing the last corduroy hat at fucking um, in the pit for Word Alive yeah. of all bands. <laughs> makes me so fucking upset, mate. Honestly, hey. Honestly, hey, it was a bit fucking rude then, isn't it, hey? Wait. Oh, just a bit, in it? Hey, Brucey, what I've won, brother, hey? Won't get fucking stabbed, man. <laughs> You've been a bit of a rude boy, hey? Oh, God. I don't know how they speak. I just know that they're fucking rude. Yeah, I, want to, I want to see one of the English Ashes come up against one of our Ashes. Like, just a crackhead wars. And then maybe throw, like, an American redneck in there. Bro, the English dude would fucking pummel us. <laughs> I, I guarantee it, bro. You don't want to fuck with soccer lads, dude. <laughs> dude, they live and breathe street fights. Honest yeah. to Christ. Like, have you seen some of the videos? The when fucking... that, yeah. Oh, my fucking Lord. Ooh. Um. <laughs> Fucking like cunts getting stabbed, cunts getting just fucking absolutely steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Fucking, <laughs> fuck flares being shot at people. Like who the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! Have a look at this. Oh Doggy. damn it! Man, my dog was licking my other dog's butthole. Oh. Well then, <laughs> I think that's a fantastic ending point. Dog eat dog. Anyways, this has been episode 13 of The Heavy Boys. I've been Bailey. And I've... Uh, oh no, I've been Brody. That's um, right. <laughs> Fuck my entire life. I need to go and have a sleep. And uh, maybe maybe a big bottle of water too. And mm. some chicken and chicken oh, crimpy shapes. Yummy. Very yummy. Um get in touch with us on socials. Yes. Um everything's everything's linked in our um description below. Um let us know what you've been listening to. Let us know if you've been into any concerts. Was it good? Was it shit? Have you got any juicy goss on band members talking shit about <laughs> bands that they're touring with? Like, let us know. Um, check out our playlists as well. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we've got um, both Apple Music ones up for 2020. Mm-hmm. And I've, I still need to grab your Spotify one if you've done it. Yeah. So I still haven't got that one up there yet. But I suppose now that we're in 2021, should probably change it around anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, follow us on our um, musical sites, Spotify, Apple Music. You'll get updates for our playlists. Yeah. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts too and Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll get notifications that episodes go live and um, give us a five-star rating while you're at it. Fuck it. Why not? That's free to do as well as it's free to subscribe. Um, I don't think there's any more rambling I've got to do besides that. So um, I, I guess it's see you later.
Until Don't be next a cunt. week. Yes. And um, um, fuck you, Jaden Barr, Eshays, and um, the general public. Yeah. Um, you all suck. Not really. You guys are all all right, except for when you fucking vote for country blumpkin over sons of Thor. <laughs> he still doesn't um, let it go. No, we'll never let it go. I'm very fucking upset about that. But um, until the next time, again, I'm Brody. I've been Bailey. Peace. Bon voyage. <laughs>